Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Welcome back, witches. Yes, baby. This is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest, your basic witches. Yes. But today in studio, we have a pro witch, oh my Gabby God. Hurston. Yes. What a queen. So wise. Such a queen. <laughs> yes. Like living the witch dreams. Yes. Um, and she wrote a book called Inner Witch, and we talk about that um, yeah. and talk a lot. So much. I don't even know where to start. So I know. much guidance. A lot of it's about sexuality yeah, sex and how. magic. Um, getting in touch with yourself and your desires mm-hmm. and um, being positive while you do that and loving yes. yourself. And we smoke a beautiful J, a Lowell pre-roll with yes. her. And it was magical. And speaking of sponsors, mm-hmm. one of our other partners, Witch Baby Soaps, um, I did one of the runestone baths, which smelled amazing. And then it reveals a stone at the end that is, you know, a message for mm-hmm. you. And mine was constraint. Oh. And we talked about on this episode, women holding in their bellies <sighs> and like yeah. trying to be smaller and tighter and skinnier. Mm-hmm. And I know that that stone was for me because that keeps coming up, which you'll hear about on the episode. Ooh, yeah. Needing wow. to relax and breathe. Yeah. I feel like you and I are so so aligned right now, just in general. Like that just reminds me, I had a crazy synchronicity the other week. I, one night I was going to bed and I decided finally, because I've known for a while that my pillows suck. And I decided where I was like, okay, Leah, it's time to get new pillows. Literally the next day, Stephanie, who we've had on the pod, she tweeted that she bought too many pillows and she was like wanting to give them away. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And then she dropped them off at my doorstep the next day. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. So listen to those little signs uh-huh. and then something might show up. And follow that. Yes. Um, but enjoy this episode with Gabby Herstick. Okay. I have to ask, because you said, you asked me what my sign was. Uh-huh. What did you think my sign was? I'm going to guess like Aries or Libra. No. Mm. no Interesting. A little bit. <laughs> I'm like honestly really bad at guessing. I'm not an astrologer, so. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Gemini. <gasps> oh, yeah. I'm Aquarius. I feel oh. like your sign's like, like where I, I got that five a little bit too, but mm. I just never know. How Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Scorpio. <gasps> oh, I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. I love you. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm Aquarius. So Wait, hell what yeah. What does your shirt say? Satanic feminist. Oh my oh. God. So good. And is that what you are? Um, I don't, I definitely like, there's parts of Satanism that I identify with. I feel like I identify with the archetype of the Satanic feminist as um, more than like, I don't necessarily call myself a Satanist, but I feel like with the archetype, definitely. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, what's the archetype? Um, so the shirt's from Twin Temple, who's a really cool like Satanic doo band based in LA, and they're really awesome. And I interviewed them and got a chance to talk to them. Satanic doo-wop band, incredible! Amazing. Like if Amy Winehouse, devil and devil and me. I don't <laughs> no, know how literally, to go. Like if Amy Winehouse is like into like the cult. I stand them. They're fucking awesome. And they're <laughs> both awesome. also like practicing Satanists. So Satanism, I honestly feel like people definitely have like a lot of misconceptions about witchcraft, but there's mm-hmm. also a lot of misconceptions about Satanism. Mm. Um, for most people who identify as Satanism or Satanists, um, myself included, it's not so much that Satan is like a, a God against God. It's mm-hmm. more of an archetype that represents knowing yourself and recognizing your free will and doing what you can to like honor who you are and honor your own desires and your own needs. I can get down with that. That's what we call witch. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like super similar. I think there's, there's a lot of 
overlap. And there's a different kinds of Satanism, like Levian Satanism from Anton LaVey. And there's like the Satanic Temple now. So it's, wow. for me, um, being a Satanic feminist means owning my desires and fighting for the rights of those who are marginalized and listening to myself a lot like being a witch they're yeah. really yeah really really, really similar to me um and i just like how like this i just like love this shirt so hell yeah <laughs> on on christmas my oldest brother david was we were sitting in church and he was literally underneath like the <gasps> news thing he was reading a book about satan yeah! i was like david <laughs> you so bad, that's but I loved hilarious. it. Yeah, it was really funny. Oh my god! Well, like I, so my dad's a rabbi. I grew up Jewish. Whoa! Oh, wow. Yeah. And I remember, like, I had to go to temple. I mean, I grew up like going to all the services, going to Shabbat every Friday, going to all the high holiday services. And I've been a witch since I was like twelve, since before my bat mitzvah. So, so there were cool. so many oh, times nice. where I'd like go to the services and just zone out and like start thinking about like witchcraft and shit. So I feel <gasps> yeah. that's so cool. Oh, yeah. How, I was did always you... doodling in church. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Making up my own crossword puzzles or like <laughs> anything to not pay <laughs> yeah. attention. Yeah. yeah. Did you recognize as a witch then or did you kind of put a word to it later? Because that's right. something that Rachel and I have said. Yeah. Yep. I I've always been really spiritual. My mom is like has always been into like different esoteric practices. Like I grew up being familiar with like like holding crystals and my mom's always meditated and done yoga and like Mm. she's just she's totally a witch and now is just kind of like owning that term um she's from the jewish community in mexico city so there's a lot of like the way that we think of witchcraft and the way they think of witchcraft is different um so it's kind of like that was i feel like a culture gap thing and I, I've identified as a witch since I was 12. I like okay, found so a book cool. about witchcraft. I'd gone to Salem a few years before and oh then I want to go. It's yeah. I went like on Halloween for my aunt's birthday when I was like nine. Her, her birthday wow. on Halloween. She's a Scorpio too. And like mm-hmm. saw a ritual and like went to like the witchcraft museum and I remember Whoa. like learning about Wicca, which is what oh I Oh my God. For as. my birthday this year, we should Do go. It. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Book your tickets now. Cause it gets crazy. Oh yeah. Oh. It gets really, Salem gets like, it's, I mean, it's. It gets. Like, I mean, that's probably wow. like Mardi Gras in New Orleans exactly. to yeah. do Halloween and yeah, Salem. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I had like found this book. I'd got, and then I had gone to Salem a few years before, and it kind of like all connected. And it was right before it was. I was going into seventh grade, which is when I had my bat mitzvah, and I like went to like. I was forced to go to sleepaway camp for a month, this like Jewish sleepaway camp. And I cried every day and was just like miserable and, but like would read about goddesses under the covers and like go to all that, do all the camp activities that I could make witchies. Like I would do like making tea and like doing my crafts and like basket weaving and like gardening and like all these, it was like Mm -hmm. a very hard experience, but I, I knew even then that I was a witch. It just was this intense recognition of like feeling like, a soul familiarity, familiarity, familiar, familiarity. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's a hard like word. Coming home, which is um, a feeling I haven't had about anything else since. Wow, wow. very That's awesome. Strong identity in it. For yeah, sure. exactly. Um, okay, so this pin is catching my eye so much on your jacket. There's so many good of pins. This, the ghost one. No, above it, baby. This sexy oh, yeah. girl. <laughs> She's chained to a dark hand, yes. holding a chain. Ooh. What is happening? I feel. I don't even I don't I have so many different pins from so many Gosh, friends. They're I can't really remember. gorgeous. This is, I think this is a babe coven pin. Oh yeah, my, my pins are like my talisman. So some of them are protective, oh, some of mm. them are just like 
describing my interests. A lot of them are kind of kinky. Yeah, it's a lot of. Oh, I like the girl that's like in doggy style. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even notice. There's a way more graphic (gasps) depiction of some BDSM than the one I spotted. It's funny. It definitely like gets like. It gets interesting attention. I bet. It's definitely my sex witch jacket. Yes. You're inspiring me. I want to get more witchy pins. I agree. I I got to keep a pin from the... Janelle Monet Grammy party <laughs> that I did because um, they were giving them to the guests anyways. That's so cool. And I picked um, yeah, this like pin of a of a gun shooting out water instead because that's mm. one of the lyrics um, mm-hmm. well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there was ones that were legs, just like a bunch of legs spread open. I was like, oh, damn oh, it. I Damn. Yeah. That's dope. She yeah. a sex witch? Probably. Oh, yeah, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Do you do sex she, magic? I do. It's actually a big part so, of my practice. Oh, can, can you tell us? Yeah. <laughs> for the whole episode. <laughs> yes. I'm tell always everything. Because I've dabbled, but I would Same. love for you to just yeah. walk us and I've the listeners so through. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so easy. I feel like, honestly, like, <sighs> I, I mean, personally, I just like really love masturbating. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> I was like, this is like a magic thing that I could do. Um, I don't even know when I like started practicing sex magic. I've been working with the goddess Venus as like my matron goddess, like my main, my main goddess, my main main bitch, (laughs) witch. Um, for like I started in January of twenty or December of twenty sixteen. So it's been a little bit over two years, and um, my relationship with her is super rooted in glamour and sexuality and like different forms of love magic and. Um, for me, sex magic is a way to use my orgasms, one, to manifest. Like, I mean, <sighs> when you're doing any kind of spell, really, like, to get something right, you're you're raising energy and then mm-hmm. releasing it. Mm-hmm. And, like, what is an orgasm except a release? Yep. And although, yeah. you know, like, I'm... It, you don't even have to necessarily orgasm because I know that's, you know, some people suffer from anorgasm. Yeah. It's not necessarily a thing that happens every time, but pretty much you will raise energy and then direct it at a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. So like I work a lot since again, like God, Venus is the goddess of love, mm-hmm. sexuality, beauty, glamour, mm-hmm. justice, all these kind of things that like I'm, I like anyway. Yeah. Um, it just kind of made sense to work with sex magic as a way to honor her. And even if I'm not doing that, I just feel like it's such an easy way to raise energy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, sometimes it's like a little bit, you know, less ritualistic and I'll just like masturbate and visualize whatever I want to manifest. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times I'll like light my candle that I have on my Venus altar and like light whatever other devotional candles I have. And I'll put some incense on. Sometimes I'll smoke like a little bit of weed mm-hmm. and just ask for like my like crown chakra to really like allow me to receive any messages the universe has for me and then I think for me sex magic is a really beautiful way to like honor my own desires Mm -hmm. and get in touch with my own sexuality and get in touch with my own body outside of a partner like I haven't done sex magic with anybody else and although that's something I'm really interested in exploring I feel like it takes you know I'm just like picky in general. So mm. for that, it's like, it really has to be somebody that's on my level. That yeah. Yeah. Like, you're really like the idea is that when you're, if you're doing sex magic with another person that like your energy centers are kind of like merging. Yeah. So instead of just like the energy, just going up your chakras up uh-huh. from the root to the crown of your head, it's like kind of spiraling with somebody else's mm-hmm. and then it's releasing at the same time. Yeah. I did it once with a guy that did not know that yeah. I was doing it. What was it like? <laughs> I mean, it was great for me. Yeah. He was just like a fuck 
buddy. So it wasn't like, yeah. I don't know. I, but I was yeah. going to ask you, is that like bad? I, is that you know, bad karma? I've honestly been thinking a lot about that because I'm kind of in the same place. I'm like, I have this dude that I'm fucking and it's great, but it's like not really like a spiritual connection. Mm, and I right. like brought up sex magic to him. But like ha- he was kind of receptive to it. Like we've talked about Tantra, which is kind of like Eastern form of it's different, but it is like the e- more Eastern form of sex magic and mm. energy. Um, but he just like, he wasn't as receptive as I needed him to be for me yeah. to be into it. Yeah. And I've definitely yeah. thought about like doing that. Cause I mean, it's like, you really, what's in your head is really, you know, personal, but I mm-hmm. think right like now, like I feel like I would definitely recommend like, like, I think that's something that you need to communicate with your partner. If yeah. you're doing. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I think you're, you know, you learn, you live and you learn. Right? Yeah. Like, there's no such now. thing as perfect, but I just feel like for it to be like the, be- the, the most fulfilling experience it can be, you at least need to be, both be on the same page. And mm-hmm, even if they're yeah. not necessarily practicing it, you can be like, hey, is it okay that as we're having sex, like I direct this energy to something that yeah. I want? You know, like they don't even have to be a part of it. Okay. But yeah. I think it's like anything. I think consent's really important. And I think that extends to our energy as well. But when you're working with your own sex <laughs> magic and your own orgasms, uh-huh. you just have to make sure it's cool with you. And it's yeah. just like... I think for me, like I use, I work a lot with breath work and different like breathing patterns. Just got into it. Yeah. Pranayamas. It's really helpful. Mm. So I was going to say that as a, maybe a precursor to sex magic with your Mm -hmm. partner to do a pranayama. Exactly. And just sitting back to back and clear your (gasps) energy. Yeah. Or even like facing each other and having like each other's hands on like Um, each other's hearts. Cool. And making kind of like a circuit and even just like. I would just always suggest if you're doing with a partner to connect to pace your breaths to breathe at the same time because then you automatically like sync you have some energy sync Mm -hmm. and that and that is like like breath is the breath is super super powerful that's Mm -hmm. something that like the past year has been like really a big Mm -hmm. big big part of my journey with everything with being present with sex magic with meditation like yeah our breath is such um a potent guide for a lot of us yes it is yes and like I I really like I am super air sign so like I'm always in my head and I'm never in my body and I <laughs> forget to breathe and like mm-hmm. I had like three people like a year ago like tell me that I wasn't breathing within the span oh, of a week. Whoa! And they just felt they were, like you're not my breathing? therapist, a dude I was seeing, and then my mom all like, oh within my a week God. were like, "You don't breathe." And then, <laughs> close to you, I know, right? And then I started. I set. I literally set like five or six alarms a day for like months <gasps> to, try, to tell me okay. to, to breathe. Whoa. So many helps. thoughts. So it many helps. thoughts. Yes, I feel like breathing is um, how we breathe is a reflection of something going on. Absolutely. With us. And yes, actually, let's take a breath together. Together, right? <sighs> so good. So good. We hold our breaths when we're stressed. Yes. And where you breathe, like mm-hmm. in your chest versus in your belly. Yeah. I um like I was saying, just got into breath work at this sexual or sensual healing retreat I did with cool. all women. Yeah. And that's where I learned about the pranayama. And that's awesome. we did some, that That was part of some kundalini, which is like breath work yeah, yoga. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of taking a breath, I'm about to spark I, a joint for us. Eye. Let's do it. Let's spark <laughs> so, Lowell. Lowell. Pre-roll. Who was the retreat with? Um, Kristen Appenrod. Do you know her? I don't, but that sounds okay. really cool. Her and her husband, Dennis, do a lot of... Um, work in in this realm, but she especially Whoa. is sexual healing. Um, yeah, and it's all connected, baby. Uh huh. And she she um yeah she was you know guiding us through this like seventy seven minute 
total breath work. Wow, like that's you can't a do it on your own. Yeah, time. yeah, crazy. Um, but she said to me, like, so I ended up being kind of the anchor breather, I guess. Like I was the strongest breather. Whoa. I was doing it the whole time, and the girls were like, "Thank you for doing that because you got me back yeah. into it." Like but, breath valedictorian. Yeah, <laughs> top of the breath class. But I was really in my chest, not mm. my belly. Mm. And then that came up again in like a, a group call that we had. And my exercise is to practice breathing throughout mm-hmm. the day and basically to relax more because mm. your chest is like tight. Yeah. Keeps so much tension. Yeah. And I think like a big part of it too is like not holding in your stomach. Mm. Like, Literally, that's what came up for me. Mm-hmm. And I think women are naturally oh doing gosh. that because we always we try always to look skinny. Yep. And it's so interesting. I feel like the more I breathe, the more I notice like how little other people breathe. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll take a deep breath and then you hear it. It's like you're in an elevator and you take a deep breath. People think something's wrong. Oh, like, oh no, I'm just, just I'm breathing. Just feeling it. Yeah. So I think that's like such a beautiful way to start. Um, like I, I honestly like even before med- meditation or like sometimes before I do sex magic, I'll just stop and take 10 deep breaths mm. to really get back Round. in my body. Like I'll do the, the fourfold breath is really grounding. So you breathe in, hold it, mm-hmm. exhale, hold it. Yes. It's a little square. Yeah. yeah. I notice when I'm trying to fall asleep, I like will f- think that I'm relaxed and then I'll be very conscious of my muscles and I'll breathe. And then I feel my whole body oh. loose. And I was like, holy shit, I was so tight and yeah. I didn't even realize it. And then I'll have yeah. to do that for like a few, a few rounds. Yeah. yeah. Before I'm totally fully like grounded. Yeah. And I think that's like, for me, that's such a, a big part of what I do before any ritual or any meditation is like, getting back in my body and being really like grounded in it and just feeling like delicious and yummy in it. And that like, once I'm like kind of feeling good in that, like then like my solo sex situation it's yeah. gonna feel even better yeah, yeah. of course because you're getting into your body out of your yeah. head and with with women like what I'm learning is we absolutely are creatures of desire like mm-hmm. we we have this I life force that. in us yes that's driving us to go after our desires but when we're not this is all in the book pussy yeah. which we always talk about but like when we're not um turned on not as in sexually but like alive and in touch Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. uh our our fire fire, yes Mm -hmm. then we're not um like basically rewarding ourselves with those desires which we should why the fuck why not not? i literally that we get this one life yes yeah Uh, like it's beautiful to find out what you desire and Mm -hmm. go i literally Mm -hmm. like wrote i was i got here early i was like writing my instagram caption because on mondays i do mantras on my instagram pisces season today and i was like something 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 like your des- I literally read about your like honoring our desires. Yes. Something that's, that's been coming yeah. up so much for me lately and it's so important and it's mm-hmm. like I think we're taught as women especially that like we're not allowed to have those desires. Mm-hmm. We're right. taught that we're supposed I really think that the only reason that women are like that skinniness is encouraged because men want us to shrink and be yes. as small as possible. Yeah. And yes. take up as little oh, space yep. as yep. possible. Yep. It has nothing to do with how you look. There's like, we don't want you to be like your full self. We want you to fit into we the small box. We want you to be box. restricted. Yep. Restricted. Right? Yeah. That's why we cross our legs. That's why, like, yeah, we like, put our e- elbows to our side. We shrink and then we don't breathe because we feel like we're not allowed to take up space. space. Oh. So like knowing yeah. our desires, knowing what we want our body to 
feel like knowing what yes. we want like and I think that you know not for everybody but for me like I still like even though like sexuality is such a big part of my magic and yeah. who I am the way I express myself like I still like I was talking to one of my friends last week I'm like I still feel shame for being so sexual like, yeah yep you know like, we're not up even, against it right? that. and it doesn't matter who how many people you are you're not sleeping with it's just like if you choose to move through the world owning your yeah. sexuality yeah. it's like it's something that's been ingrained in our culture, and it's we have yeah. to like basically fight it every day. Yeah. Yep. You know what's cool? I, I uh, my old phone finally cracked. I dropped it so <laughs> many Aww. times, and it, when it finally the screen shattered, I was like, "It's about time." Yeah. Like I'm totally okay with this. I love that. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I had a running list in my notes on that phone of oh. everyone I've slept with, and <laughs> <laughs> and even though I did the whole iCloud backup, whatever, the notes didn't transfer to the new phone, and I was like. Eh. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter yeah. what the number is and who they were. Like, no, that's I'm something that to, you know. yeah that I've been truly learning over the past two years is that yeah I used to think that that was going back to oh, beliefs yeah. that was one of my we're talking before about like what our core beliefs were and oh, uh, growing yeah. up I always believed how many people I have sex with is deterrent of my worth it's oh, a reflection yeah. of your worth yeah, yeah. Uh, is that the deterrent is that the right word no, no whatever okay I know you're yeah reflection yeah. yeah so it's like but now I'm I'm learning that oh no, it doesn't matter at yeah. all. We're all going to die. I feel like the, I'm like, <laughs> that's so true. I feel like I'm like in this like weird boat where I'm like, oh, I wish I'd like, because I mean, I didn't have sex for the first, like penetrative sex, right? Sex until mm-hmm. I was like 18. So like, yeah. I just feel like I got, like, I was just, like a late bloomer. I did everything out of order. Mm. I got my nipple pierced before I had my first kiss. I said nudes <laughs> oh, before I had my first that's amazing. I'm just like I've known from a young age that my path was just going to be very unique mm-hmm. and very unique. I love it. So for me, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd like would have like I wish I'd fucked more people. And I'm like, wait, there's so many more people for me to, to like fuck. fuck the rest yes. of my life. Oh my god, I have so many more people. Like I sometimes I I'm like, oh, there's so many people I haven't kissed yet that I'm going to get a kiss this life. I was like, yeah. so oh. many more people that I get excited about. It. I love but it's that. Like, I think for me, growing up. Jewish like although my parents like I don't talk to my parents about sex I don't really want to talk to them about sex I've always had like that boundary with them which is important for me but thankfully like in Judaism that um sex is like not something that you're ashamed of it's a it's a mitzvah it's a good thing Mm. at least when you're married so like I didn't really grow up with sexual shame in the way of like feeling guilty for enjoying myself it was more of like it's just different. So I feel like, yeah. but we're, we all have these yeah. different levels of shame. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I know. And it's something like I've been thinking about so much, like even just like sexual expression that doesn't have to do with like anybody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just yeah, looking yeah, yeah. sexy. Just feeling yeah. sexy. Yeah. Feeling or good. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Wait, so you you there. mentioned Pisces season. Yeah, what does that mean? Okay, so Pisces Pisces season. It's the last season of the twelve zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. So on the spring equinox on March twentieth, which is also the full moon in Libra, oh, which I'll talk nice. about in a, a second. Um, We've had so many moons lining up with equinoxes I this know. year into the and yeah. Libra is ruled by Venus, so she's like one of my favorites. So oh. this is like, and it's the first day of spring, and that's the astrological new year. Yeah, mm, so right. it's gonna be huge. <sighs> Yes. And I remember Happy we had like year. the Libra. I remember <laughs> it was the Libra new moon on the fall equinox. So it's That's like right. really perfect timing. Cool. Pisces season is the last sign of the zodiac. Um, it's a water sign. Pisces is represented by two fish swimming in a little circle. So at its like less evolved state, this can be an energy of like kind of just coasting by of being really happy, just like where you are, of not being of kind of like Pisces aren't necessarily naturally 
decisive sign, mm-hmm. right? So go with the when, flow, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's you know very easygoing, which at slower level can be like being a slave to your emotions because Pisces is super emotional, Sensitive, not knowing yeah. where to go. But I love Pisces season. I think it's like I'm an Aquarius again. So like mm-hmm. I love Aquarius season, which we just had. I'm partial mm-hmm. to it. But Pisces season for me always feels like a really good cry. Oh. Like it's like a really beautiful time to to just Feel. like honor where you are <sighs> and to see where you've been the past years mm-hmm. since it's yeah. the last. So this last year, oh, the Zodiac, yeah. I, I feel like I naturally just like I have like our new year in January and then I have the Jewish new year that like my family celebrates and then so i have the witch's new, new year yes, on october witch. 31st and then i have this new year so it's like i'm <gasps> i don't even witch's new year is october 31st yeah yeah, yeah. That's oh, cool. so yes. i'm witch's new year's day because i'm november 1st oh my god that's amazing Whoa, that's cool yeah. that is cool that's like the biggest like that's like one of our biggest holidays yeah that makes sense yes, i love someone. halloween it's mm-hmm. such that's such a beautiful birthday thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, feel I feel that yes I feel that. um but i feel like honestly the first day of spring really feels like a new year to me. Mm-hmm. It's just like the other ones, it feels like New Year's in other ways. But I feel like by the time the spring hits, I'm it's like, so rebirth. Oh, I'm it's ready. So, yeah, yeah. So Pisces has all the, like the it carries all the wisdom of the signs before it. So it's one of the most, mm-hmm. if not the most intuitive sign. Very, very in touch with their emotions. A really beautiful time to do any kind of divination work, to work with the divine feminine. Pisces is also mm. ruled by the moon. Um, tarot card and the moon is actually, I don't know what planetary ruler is Pisces Pisces has but the tarot card the moon is associated with the science it's really good time to do like any moon magic Mm. moon magic we have the Mm. Pisces new moon in like a week so really good time to do manifestation or any clearing and um, just like such a good opportunity for us to just take a step back and feel our emotions and see where they're guiding us and to get in tune with their desires because I feel like those two things are so Again, yeah. it's so important because yeah. it's like for, for women, but also for everyone, because it's like, what the fuck else are you doing? Mm-hmm. If yeah. you don't really, if you're really not honoring what you feel you want. Nobody else like, is going to. Yeah. Yep. And then you're kind of being fake all the yeah. time, which is exhausting. Yeah. Maybe not even intentionally. Kind of like turned not, off or like right. numb to the world. Yep. Kind of like, like a zombie. Through. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel, I feel like that's kind of like Pisces in its like lowest form. It's mm. like when we're so overwhelmed, like when we have this in, like kernel of desire that's so intense, but we're like shoving it deep, deep down and we have all these emotions mm-hmm. around and we're tuning them out. We're mm-hmm. just kind of coasting by. Like mm-hmm. it is hard to be emotionally intelligent. It, it does mm-hmm. take work to like know what your desire is. <laughs> it are. comes with the ups and the downs. Yes. Exactly. And there's <laughs> so much conditioning around what we want, you know, mm-hmm. like and your desi- like desires, it's really, it doesn't have to be something that you do to make money, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to no, be a yeah. job. It just, can just, just be like, as long happy. as you're honoring it. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I think this is a good time to do that. And again, with the new year, it's just kind of like a good time to to reflect and release so you can receive. Mm. Mm. Oof. Well said. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about your fucking book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Witch. I can't wait to hear about it. So you wrote A Modern Guide to the Ancient Craft, Inner Witch by yes. Gabriella Herstic. So Inner Witch is actually the the US version, the UK version, which came out originally. I didn't bring, but it's called Craft, How to Be a Modern Witch. So fucking cool Thank that there even you. is a UK yeah. version. Yeah, one came out version. first. So that was yes, actually witch. came out like a year ago. It came out last March on March 15th, which is like really, really, really 
insane to think about because it's like I I feel like this book has brought me so much joy and but it's been such an honor to be able to write um I've again been practicing since I was 12 I just turned 25 and um I really just wanted I was actually approached to write this book which is really weird um I feel like it's happening more and more now because of social media but Mm. I've been writing for nylon and for oh, Broadly cool. for a long for a while. I for have nylon and what else? Broadly. Okay, cool. So I started my actually my first ever paid gig for writing was with Broadly, and I wrote about the the winter solstice for them, and then cool. I started writing about. I started writing about witchcraft for Nylon Magazine and then started having a column with them called Ask a Witch, which is what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I was like on the way. To, I was working at Hell Giggles at the time and I my call for my witch column. Witch queen. I mean, we were just like <laughs> bobbing our Name heads. Name drop like, central. Yeah. Um, I was like on the way to Hello Giggles <laughs> and I one of the questions I would always get for my column was like, I'm just starting out. Do you have any recommendations mm. for books? Like I don't mm. know what to read. Oh. And I was like literally driving to work and I was like I got that question I was like damn I could write this book and then literally that day I got approached by an editor on Twitter to write the book oh my gosh that is so cosmic I love your work for Broadly and I love your column for Nylon have you ever thought about writing a book about witchcraft and I was like funny you should say that I literally was thinking that like today and that was actually two years ago it was the last day of February it was right after the eclipses so it was February 28th 26 2017 so two years ago almost wow. um and it was it was i'll never forget that i like went That's to the stairwell so cool. and was like ah, but like yeah. call my mom and <laughs> That yeah. shit happens to me all the yeah. time. One yeah, time I right. had like an idea where I was like, oh, I should be in a stripper show. And then literally that day I got cast in a stripper show yeah, by that's my friend. Right. Like, that's right. I mean, and it, it felt so just like when that happens, like, oh, yeah. then this is for sure it's what I should like be doing. It's like you're in alignment, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't fight it. Like before that happened, that was in February and like that December, I was like, oh, everybody's writing about witchcraft. My background's in fashion writing. So I was like, I'm just going to write about menswear. Like menswear needs more women in it, blah, blah, blah. And then. I got asked mm. to write this book. And I was like, okay, oh, universe, wow. I see you. Yeah. And I think that's like you you being your authentic self, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole key of relaxing and just being you just, is yeah. when the yeah. best opportunities yeah. come. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, that's a, this book has taught me a lot. Like just since I've written it, I feel like my practice has deepened so much. But mm. one of the, um, one of like the, one of the things I get as feedback very often that people really resonate with is that like they can feel my voice through the book. Mm. And like, that was like, I, when I, I remember sending in like the first chapter, so I like go through and like write a proposal. And I knew that I wanted to include, you know, like tarot and astrology. My editor wanted that to me to include that and crystals. And then I kind of just through practicing for so long and through like what I knew I wish I had, like I just pieced the rest of it together pretty easily and was like, <laughs> intuitive okay. witch, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just like it was one of those things. Um, but oh my god, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. Um, the feedback that you oh, get, yeah, yeah your I like voice. sent in this first chapter, and like my editor was like, I had included a lot of quotes from other books, and I was making it more like researchy. And mm-hmm. my editor was like, "No, like we really want your voice to shine through." And I remember being like, "Whoa, like Dope. it's not just that I'm writing a book about witchcraft; it's like I'm writing a book about witchcraft." Mm-hmm. So I really, you are the modern witch, yeah. Like, so it should be coming from you, you know, not just like and words and research. Athena, yeah. inner wisdom, like you <gasps> have it already; you already Thank know. You so much. Yeah, I, I literally just—I was talking to like the girl at the coffee shop today. And she was like, I have a daughter, and was asking her about it. She's like, her name's Athena. So <gasps> literally, like, oh, yeah. so <laughs> like, cool. she's so powerful. Yeah. Yes. So awesome. That's dope. Um, yeah, it's like still something that's like really like 
humbling to me. Like even a year later, this book has taught me a lot. I feel like one of the biggest things is that receiving is an active thing. That like mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. when you open the door to get a package, you have to get it. You know, you have to take it from the person. Um, so that's been a lot because it's oh. really like I've gotten some, you know, some shit. And obviously, my book isn't perfect. I'm mm-hmm. learning along with it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. strive to be really open about that. And like, like in this book, I say like the word smudging and stuff. And like, and I had I like edited it so the next. I don't, I, I now I say smoke clearing. I, smudging is a specific indigenous oh. practice. So I don't like saying that, but like, God, I didn't know like, that. I read this book like two years ago. Yeah, My yeah, practice yeah. is evolving. We're yeah. learning. So yeah, totally. Um, I think and that's important. That's but. what witchcraft is like yeah. infinitely yeah. learning. Yeah, and exactly. that's an yeah. accepting that we're not perfect. Exactly. Right. We and can I only try our perfect, best. No. Cause yeah. then I don't get to grow. And that's yeah. yes. boring. Which is oh, another cool. freaking cool thing about witchcraft that I heard Mary Jane, who we've had on. She's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. say on her podcast, um, Weed and Grub, that witchcraft is one of the only organized thought practices or whatever you want to call it, where women are seen, are respected more as they age. Mm, I mean, it's not so one of the only, wiser. but like out of yeah. popular religion or whatever, that's it's so like, true. yeah, oh, that's yeah. fucking awesome because we're getting wiser as yeah, we get older. Absolutely. Let's yeah. I like personally, like I'm really into being in the maiden phase of my life right now. Like I'm mm, loving it. I definitely yeah. feel like this book was my child and that was like a very mm. mother thing. But mm. personally, I'm like, I just want to go from maiden to crone. I like love the <laughs> archetype of like the the old the wise, wise sage, uh, yeah. I'm really excited for that. I'm like less I'm interested in like my mid forties and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Such a witch, sorry. See? I like. I want to be seventy. So and I'm like silver and so smart. <laughs> but it'll happen. My yeah. I like really believe that you're not old until you think you're old. Both mm-hmm. my parents were older when they had my twin sister and I. They're like, my mom was like forty. My dad was forty four. Mm-hmm. Thirty nine. My dad was forty four. And like, they look better than they did when they had me. They're right. like, they're, oh. they're mid to late sixties. They look amazing. Wow. So it really it's like you're not you're not old until you decide you're old yeah I like that I'm gonna be young and wise yeah I love that okay so having a twin yeah what is does that factor into your witch psychic abilities and and shit we're definitely like connected and I definitely feel like we had those twin moments um she actually took the photos from my book Aww. she's awesome Alex, Alex shout out to her <laughs> she like did improv and stuff so I love that this oh cool is, kind of like a good oh, this cool. is like yeah it's yes. really funny um it definitely does I think a lot of my practice is solitary um I know a lot of my practice is solitary. Like we just did like a little money altar, like spell together for the full moon, but she doesn't really practice, but she's super, super open to it. But I fucking love being a twin. It's great. That's yeah. So cool. It's just like, I, I definitely be, I believe in reincarnation. So I'm like really curious. I'm like, why did we choose to incarnate together? Oh like, yeah. Really, that's wow. kind of something that's like fascinating, but um, that's cool. I love her. Like I like, nobody will have my back the way she has my back and mm. vice versa. Yeah. So it's really, did it's you ever special. do that twin switch thing? In no. Case. We always like we looked a lot like when we were like little, but we never looked enough like. We were told okay. we were identical at birth, mm, whoa. and like grew up thinking we were identical, and then got a lot of shit for it, and took a blood test when we were like in fifth grade and found out we were fraternal. So. <laughs> oh my god! So like, oh, okay, so, so uh, it was definitely interesting. But I'm like now as somebody who really, I think a big part of witchcraft for me too is that I think there's so much. Um, there's such a I'm trying to think of the right word like it is so important to know yourself and know mm-hmm. who you are and like being able to express who you are like creatively and being able to own who you are mm-hmm. is such a privilege mm-hmm. like 
I feel like if I was, um, if I was, on, if we were identical, I'd probably still look the same with half my head shaved mm-hmm. and I'd wear yeah. weird shit. But <laughs> I like the fact that we look different. It gives me like a more unique sense yeah. of self, which, um, I'm, yeah, being a twin and super, super Aquarius, I feel like that's mm. always been really, it's been really important to me to be my own person and to know who I am. Yeah, Hell yeah. that makes I sense. Like witchcraft that. fosters that. Yeah. And so, what else do you do? So the book is a, sounds like tactical sort of guide mm-hmm. to the craft, so the practice of it. But do you have um, not? Would you consider that you have natural abilities you practice also, mm. like psychic or clairvoyant? Um, or? I'm really, really intuitive, but mm. I've never really like I've never considered myself psychic. Okay, I feel like I I've started studying this like path of magic that's more ceremonial magic. It's like Hermetic Kabbalah, which is a Western form of occultism, and like. Mm. I feel like through doing that and just like continuing to do my own practice with witchcraft, like I've noticed that I've been getting more like either more synchronicities have been happening Mm -hmm. or I'm just like more in tune. That's Mm -hmm. honestly like with that form of magic specifically, it's a lot of meditation, a lot of incantation, a lot of chanting. Like it's very like, I never thought I would study that magic, but I have a really awesome teacher that I love. Um, And that's kind of a side effect of that form Mm. of magic where you just like naturally grow your senses. But Mm. um, I'm just, yeah, I'm really, really intuitive, but I don't consider myself a psychic. But like, I think that we all, it's a muscle, right? Yeah. Okay. The more we work it, the more that we're going to tap into that. So you would believe anyone can become a witch. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, I think that. It's a two. It's like a two-sided thing. Like the archetype of the witch is always going to exist, has always existed, will always exist, regardless of people practice. And then obviously, there's so many of us who are practicing witches. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're drawn to this kind of thing, if you're curious about mm-hmm. it, it's like the seeds are already there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just have to. You just have water to it. water it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like yes. anything. It's like. <laughs> Magic is a lot of stuff and it is work and it is a relationship and Mm -hmm. it does take knowledge and it does, you know, take discernment to see who you trust, especially Mm -hmm. now with the internet, but it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. So if it's not fun, what's the point? Exactly. Exactly. um, I think that just like I've been pretty good about like doing my meditations every day and like practicing or doing my morning practice every day. And I think that naturally just that helps you grow as a magical uh-huh. human. having anything daily exactly. what is what is your practice what are the things that you like normally do and yeah. go to so uh, probably for like the past off and on for the past year but really it's been like 110 days today that I've done it every day but my morning oh my practice Whoa. I like use insight timer and like I love like tracking my progress and meditating so I just hit like 110 days of meditating every day like recently wow, and like, now I'm just so obsessed impressive. with being like I have to keep going <laughs> but it really it really helps me I wake up and I like light my incense I light my Venus devotional candle I feed my fish that's on my altar <laughs> and then I do this ritual called the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram which is yeah, a, with, that's what we did to climb yeah. the house Whoa. with cool. Kira yeah yeah wait Kira Kira Von Sutra. Sutra I love her yes, yes. <laughs> I love her yes oh awesome. my god one of my other favorite sex witches she's yes. fucking Yes. Yeah, she um, is. So, yeah, this is a really, it's a form of ceremonial magic, and you align yourself in every direction. You put 
protective pentagrams and archangels in every direction. It's I I really enjoy doing that. And cool. then I meditate for like twelve to fifteen minutes, and then I pull. Ta- I make myself some tea. I pull tarot cards. I oh. journal, and then I do gratitudes wow. and affirmations. It's gone away how long. long. I was how gonna long say how long. Take? It's gone away long. About from like forty five minutes to an hour. Okay, that's not bad. But that's amazing to dedicate to yourself yeah. in the morning. It's been really great. I mean, what sometimes like if I have like a dude over, I'm like I'm just gonna stay in bed with him. And then I'll yeah. do my morning practice at like noon. Yeah. Afternoon practice. Yeah. yeah. So it's really just like I I but I've been way better about doing it like mm-hmm. as like bef- if I'm getting out of bed I'll do it in the morning which has yeah. been I feel like because I never thought I'd be one of the people to like meditate every day because I really like. I could only meditate for like five to seven minutes mm-hmm. when I was first starting. And now it feels like way easier. And um, I've mm-hmm. definitely noticed like synchronicities happen more. I've noticed that my psychic <sighs> cool. senses are growing. But um, for me, like I work a lot with the phases of the moon for the, so the full moons, the new moons, and then the wheel of the year. So like the equinox that we're going to have in like mm-hmm. three weeks that I'm going to probably do some kind of holiday celebration for that. Cool. But my practice is super rooted in ritual, creativity, the divine feminine, and sexuality. Mm. There's a lot of like different Fuck things, yes. but those yeah. are kind of like the the mainstays. So love it. Thank you. Yeah. I so want you do all of that. tarot tarot, not yeah, like yeah. guidance. Okay. Yeah, I like I pull tarot for like I I like reading for other people, but my practice with tarot is mostly personal. So like mm. okay. I'll pull like three cards. I've been using the Sluttest Tarot deck by um, Morgan Claire Siren by um it's a really beautiful sex positive intersectional cool. deck. Cool. I've been using that like every day since the founder of Sledis gave it to me like in October. That's and awesome. It's more of just like so I can read the energy of the day and kind of like be on the lookout for what's going on. Mm. Um, and just like as a tool for like reflection. I really love, I think the tarot is so powerful and there's so much, so much wisdom and so much magic like in yeah. those cards. Yeah. Um, Dope. That it, it can be like a really transformative practice. Cool. Well, speaking, speaking of, of reading cards. cards Yep, yep, we felt it. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Where's that sage? Mm, the Apollo? Yeah. Do we have it? Eh, they're cleansed enough. <laughs> um, usually we pull, but I feel like you should pull your own. Okay. Are you cool with that? Okay. Or do you want us to pull for you? I would love to pull my own card. Okay. Oh, cool. And I love these cards. Actually, yes. Home. Yeah, I love oh, these nice. cards. Cool. Um, so, yeah, actually, you probably know what to do. We yeah. can just watch you. Mm. It's asking the universe for what divine feminine force Ooh. is our guide right now that we can tap into mm. and work with, receive any messages from. Do you think of a specific question when you pull or do you kind of just... It depends. I usually will think of a question. If I'm pulling in the morning, I'll be like, what is the message I need to know today? What is the energy I need to be receptive to today? The other day, I just uh, I started doing this last week, which is something I don't usually do, which I'm kind of into, is like, what sexual energy do I need to embody today? Cool. Because I, I work with such like a specifically like sexual deck. That's been really fun. That's but, awesome. Like For yeah. this, I'll just be like... Um, just like for whatever guiding force to make themselves known. <sighs> awesome. Ooh, cutting the deck, mm-hmm. shuffling. Ooh, Ishtar. I've been oh. studying her. Boundaries. Boundaries. Love yourself mm-hmm. enough to say no to other demands on your time and energy. 
so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ishtar so was powerful. just here with us last really? week with yeah. another guest. I've been reading about um, like Babylon and Nanana and Ishtar, which are all kind of similar versions of the same goddess. So it's oh, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I pulled this girl the other day. Oh, actually, my altar Arukira blossoming. You're just getting started, so have patience with yourself in the process and do not give up. Wow. Mm. Boundaries. We talked a lot about that today with your like Blossoming. growing as a witch. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Ooh. And I feel like boundaries are something I've been thinking about so much. Like we just had the Virgo mm. full moon last week. And I feel like that and we moved into the sun moved into Pisces and I feel like compassionate boundaries mm. and having structure is so important for this mm. season. Cause yeah. like if we want to be able to like flow as freely as possible and feel our emotions as safely as possible, we need a structure or some a container for that, right? Because yeah. water, like if you yeah. think of like even like water, like water has to exist within a container. So it's like mm-hmm. how can we create compassion boundaries for ourselves that allow us to feel our feelings without, and feel full. Yeah. Yeah. Without feeling like overwhelmed or like we're taking too much from somebody Mm -hmm. yeah okay so we read ishtar last year's or (laughs) last week (laughs) i know i don't know why um so i'm gonna read erikira okay message from erikira in many ways you are like a flower bud who is ripe and ready to open and grow don't try to rush this process as it's part of your beautiful path enjoy learning new knowledge and skills Take your time to gather new ideas. Nurture your body with plenty of fresh air, sunshine, water, and healthful food. Soon enough, you'll get the unmistakable signal that it's time to put your learning into Mm. action. Spend time among flowers or work with flower essences and oils to support your growth process. Which is so perfect for the... Spring, spring mm-hmm. equinox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, these are both really hitting for me. Mm. What, yeah. Were you- uh, well, I don't know. It's just interesting that even our last episode, we just keep keep getting this boundaries. message of well, yeah, boundaries, but also uh, slowing down and yes. like enjoying. And and then you said it's Pisces season, so it's like, oh wow, then that's clearly it's, it's in the air. Uh, yeah, I feel like my lesson always is to slow down. Same. I was just talking about Same. this. Like I remember being in second grade, and my report card was like blah blah blah. She needs to slow down. Like mm. I always just like every like weird predicament I get in is because I, like I rushed and didn't take the time to double read yeah. or mm. check something and mm-hmm. like. I'm just naturally like, go, go, go. It's so easy for me to future trip or yeah. to think about what's going to happen and not be present. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, that for me is like major Aquarius season energy of like really thinking big, thinking mm-hmm. of the collective, thinking about your space in it. And then Pisces is like, no, be here. Yeah. Flow through the water. Yep. Enjoy the swim. Yeah. yeah. Literally um, on the way here, I was like having this mantra of it can wait mm-hmm. like I'm doing some laundry but it can wait mm-hmm. I you know like and then with the boundaries thing I've been reassuring myself no one's trying to take anything from me mm-hmm. like I have my boundaries and they're being respected like because yeah. I tend to like assume for other people that they need something from me and it's like no 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 and if they no do they can trying. ask yeah yeah, like, yeah. Okay. They can want something from you, but they don't need anything. Yeah, yeah. Various meanings of this card. Slow down. Yeah. (laughs) Have patience. Get involved with gardening. I wore my Be Patient Rage Brace. Wow. Oh, wow. For me, this is hitting so hard. Yeah. Use aromatherapy and or flower essences. Keep the faith. Do you want to read the about? Can I say one more way this is hitting? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I got, I came home the other day. 
And um, I noticed my plants, Mm. speaking of flowers, were Mm. some of them were not thriving in my room because I had spent too much time away from them. Mm -hmm. And I just intuited, like, this is my self-care and my self-love reflection, how these plants are doing. Yeah. And so, like, I had to put up the boundary of I'm not going to stay at anyone else's place this week. I'm only going to sleep at home. That's crazy. Boundaries and it's literally a card of about flowers. That's like, I told her all of this before. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I wore my be patient bracelet. Like I'm really trying to slow down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let things wait. Like be be the fish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally feel that. Okay. So about Mm -hmm. Eracura. Eracura. Eracura is a Celtic and Germanic goddess who multitasks as an earth mother deity, a fairy queen, and also a bridge between earthly life and the hereafter. Mm. She helps us put our goals and challenges into perspective so that we don't needlessly stress Mm. ourselves. Mm Call upon her for emergency money or help mm. in manifesting supply. Mm. She's especially fond of assisting artists and inventors. Mm. I love awesome. her. And the wow, fairy, she's like great. the first book that like led me to witchcraft was a fairy guide to uh, witches guide to fairy folk. Like the fairy, mm. like I have like a part in here about like the elementals and oh. the fairy realm is very dear to my heart. So I pulled this. I remember pulling this like maybe on Friday or like last week, mm. and I was like, oh, I love her. Earth mother and a fairy goddess. Like, yeah, yeah. What a beautiful. What a perfect omen for spring. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big goddess energy. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> Can you just do something to end the reading? However you do. Um, whether you mm-hmm. yeah, pray to them or whatever. I can just say thank you to all the faces of the divine feminine that allow us to show up as our fullest self and give us permission to honor where we are and mm. may their messages continue to show themselves in our daily life and may Ishtar and Arakira continue to be our guides and may we receive their messages with an open heart and lots of love. Hey, women. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Okay, now mm-hmm. um, a basic blessing. How we like to end each episode is something we're grateful for and also a great spot to plug whatever. Yay. Yeah, tell people where to follow can... you or whatever. Yeah. Um, what I'm grateful for. I'm just like so grateful that I got to help do this. Like I feel like witchcraft yeah. is such, um, I mean, I'm really Jewish. My dad's parents were in concentration camps like there's a I feel really 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 privileged to be able to talk about Mm. these practices and rituals and magic Mm. that has helped give me so much meaning to my life and can help you know hopefully help other people and I really feel like I mean my my mission is like help reawaken the divine feminine Mm. so I'm just so thankful for the other women on this path that are allowing me to do that and allowing me to share um Mm. I'm just, and just to like have a healthy body and a healthy mind. I'm just eternally thankful for this life and for this opportunity. And thank you guys for having me. Um, I'm going to be hopefully by spring having some like online workshops. So mm. keep an eye out for that. Cool. And you can always keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter at Gabby Herstic, G-A-B-Y-H-E-R-S-T-I-K. And yeah, I have a bunch of links from there. It's like my press and the stuff I'm writing and 
all the other things I'm working on. Dope. Amazing. Um, I'm so grateful today for Instagram Mm -hmm. because that's how I found you. And I'm also so grateful that like you were so open to coming on and like we were total strangers and you just came in so open and it's the... I shit on social media, but it is cool it's that so, it can like yeah, bring helpful. people together in this way. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for my eyebrow girl. Yeah. Shout out to Christina. <laughs> Threading by Christina in North Hollywood. Oh my God. Wait, I'm totally going to, I go to like my, she's par- so good. My parents are in San Diego. So I just, whenever I visit them, I got my mm-hmm. eyebrows threaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have and really I'm nice in Super City. So I need somebody <gasps> oh, to go to. There you go. And your brows. Yeah. Yes, your brows yeah, are yeah. good. Thanks. What um, a blessing. What a supporting woman. Yes. I'm going to be seeing her today. Yes. Uh, All right. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you so much.